Tonight, yet another staggering heat wave striking fantasy football. Welcome back to the Brodo Heat Wave, powered by the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. 32 teams in 32 days, brought to you by the Brodo team, Mike Petrop, Jason Petrop, Tim Petrop, and Santiago Casanova. Yeah, baby, welcome back to the Summer Heat Wave, powered by the Fantasy Football by Brodo app. 32 teams in 32 days, doing it Brodo style and discussing every single fantasy relevant player right up until the start of the season. Today, we continue with the last division. The NFC East, and we talk about the Eagles. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, here with, of course, Michael and Jason. Before we start, we want to remind you to download the Fantasy Football by Brodo app, the only app that has every single tool you need to draft a winning team and keep a winning team during the season. And it's free for a limited time. On the app, you get Fantasy Player Cards, which is basically a Fantasy Player Profiler. Who to draft tool, player comps, podcasts, consistency charts, game logs, coaching tendencies, articles, rankings, waivers, every stat you need, including exclusive stats like true throw value, true target value, and true performance value. For a limited time, this is free. Thanks to our patrons over at patreon.com slash brotofantasy. Join now to support the show and the app, but most importantly, join the community on discord playing leagues with the brodo bros get an extra podcast per week a waiver podcast during the season private team consultations free giveaways and of course the dfs optimizer created by our very own santiago casanova and his brilliant algorithms and as always the brodo hub is brotofantasy.com that is where you can find all things brodo including a draft cheat sheet if you have not done your draft yet today let's dive in with the eagles you know what I say, Michael and Jason, new head coach, new offensive coordinator, new quarterback, equals new tendencies. You throw all that crap out the window from last year because you just don't know. You don't know because Nick Sirianni, their new head coach, former OC of the Colts, he's never been a head coach before. He's had his questionable moments already in front of the media. It's interesting because they let Frank, they let Frank Wright go who a lot of people thought was the actual mastermind behind the behind the Super Bowl team. And then they kind of downward spiral with Doug Peterson and they can't get Reich cuz now he's a quarterback, he's a head coach somewhere else. So they get his offensive coordinator. Uh strange, very strange. I, I will say the Eagles are a very poorly run franchise historically. They every time they get to the very tippy top, they just do whatever they can to get back to the bottom. Um Shane Steichen, which I hope I said correctly, uh, was the offensive coordinator for the Chargers last year. He comes over to be the the offensive coordinator for the Eagles. The Eagles have a mid-range offensive line, 13th in the league. So that's what we're looking at. Um, They have a a few good players um, that were hurt last year that come back, including Lane Johnson. Um, So with that being said, Michael, Jason, this team is probably one of the biggest question marks because at quarterback, there's a giant question mark. Jalen Hurts last season looked like he was ready to take the world over. And at other times, he literally shit the bed hardcore. Um, this is a guy who's been counted out many times before and always proves people wrong. So there is something about the dude himself, Jalen Hurts, that I do like. But when you see him on tape, he... It, it, he kind of has that 
he kind of has the presence and i and i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to give an obituary to a guy too early but he kind of has that presence of a guy who's good at college and not so great in the pros he has a long delivery um he's not the quickest decision maker he doesn't always make the best decisions with that being said he has a great floor because he rushes the ball oh boy what <laughs> He's, he's not, not the best decision maker. Best decision maker. He's not he the doesn't best always make the best decisions. decisions. <laughs> I said that twice. <laughs> yeah. Back okay. to back. Well, you know what? It's That's... like when you uh, it's like that meme like when uh when your friend when your friend gives you the answer to the test and asks you to change it. <laughs> I just saw I saw that Jason just at the bottom of the uh the sheet that we're using. Uh, to track the, the the heat wave, he put parsnipati parsnipities. We the best music. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jalen hurts. I was trying to could trick you guys into thinking there was an extra team in the heat wave schedule, but I've been made. <laughs> You've been made. Uh, parsnipities. We the best music is uh, is interesting. Um, I'll take Jason, the wide receivers. Jalen hurts. Go ahead. Michael, Jay Michael, Hurts. my Go bad. Ahead. You know, it's funny. I'm talking about the sheet that I have open, and I'm staring right at it, and I still got it wrong. It's because someone highlighted it too early. I'm looking at Washington Typical over Tim. here. You highlighted Typical it too Shut early. It. Shut it, Tim. If we're not done highlight yet. You highlight go. after you're done. You dumb fuck. Anywho, <clears throat> Jalen Hurts is a quandary, folks. He's a quandary because if you are drafting Jalen Say Hurts, quandary, bro. Just say it. Andre, you are basically you. throwing everything you've learned and know about the QB position out the window. And you're going full-on fantasy football because that's what you have to do when you draft Jalen Hurts. You throw the quarterback position out the window and you chase the rushing upside. Drafting Jalen Hurts may feel gross. Whenever I draft him, I feel a little gross. But... He has a chance to rival Lamar Jackson for the most QB rushing yards in 2021, which is something you want in a quarterback. In the three games in which he started last season, he ran 38 times for 238 yards and a touchdown. That's nuts. That's a ridiculous amount of running for a quarterback in a three-game span. He also threw for over 300 yards two of those three games, flashing the ability to compile stats when he's forced to throw 40-plus times a game. In one of those games, he was the QB1 overall. And this is an Eagles game that, excuse me, an Eagles team that I do not expect to be much better than they were last season in terms of defensive performance. And that offense has to get better. It just has to. Like, it was a joke last season. So, I mean, if this is a team that's going to be falling behind and needing to pass a lot and get Jalen Hurts moving a lot. It doesn't matter if he's a good NFL quarterback or not. What matters is that he's a starting quarterback for the Eagles. And will he lose his job to Gardner Minshew? No, in my opinion. That's not going to happen. And yeah, we don't really like to, uh, excuse me, Hurts as a passer. But like I mentioned in the Dolphins podcast about Tua, maybe we're wrong. And Hurts proves us wrong. The the um the cost though, it's already baked into it. At QB thirteen, according to the sleeper app, he's an easy pick. Typically, I see him going in the top ten or so. Anywhere near like QB eight or lower, 
I'm fine taking a shot on Hurts in redraft leagues because you get that huge rushing upside. And then if he does end up sucking, you just drop him and you stream quarterbacks, which you likely have to do anyways if you don't get one of the studs at the top of the draft. So why not take the shot on Jalen Hurts and his possible 80-plus rushing yard games, just like Lamar Jackson does, and rushing touchdowns and just volume stats if the Eagles fall behind? Like, you don't have to like QBs to like their fantasy appeal when they run as much as Hertz does. So for me, I'm all over Hertz at his current ADP in, in redraft leagues. You are going to have entirely agree. Yeah. So you would, are you, would you be comfortable going into the start into the season with Jalen Hertz yes. as your starting quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Cause if he doesn't play well, then you cut him and you find that you could be on the wire. So it's baked. Most in. Most people have to stream anyways, unless you have Lamar, Kyler, Mahomes or, or Josh Allen. Or Aaron Rodgers. Or Aaron Rodgers, or Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, fine. Justin Herbert. Those seven guys. But <laughs> no, see, Justin Herbert, I'm not sure he's going to be that type of guy this season. So time will tell. Go back to the Chargers if you want to hear Michael's uh, case against Herbert, which is very, very, very uh, intriguing. And go to the website. He wrote an article about it. Um, someone who will be True. dependent on Jalen Hurts' ability to throw is the, is the wide receivers. I'm going to tell you, Devonta Smith... You know how I feel about guys that have never done th- things that have never happened before. No one at Devontae Smith's size have has ever been super prolific in the NFL. So I'm I don't want to bank on something that's never happened before. But with that being said, when you watch the guy play, you're like, holy shit, like this guy can fucking ball. Like he's nice. So how are you looking at him this year in fantasy, Jason, with his former teammate that he has some history with? Yeah, Devontae Smith, I see the upside, and that's the problem. His ADP is way too high. Mm. Like, he's jumping into the 20 range. Like, I think Underdog has him in the 20. I'm sorry, not Underdog. Underdog has him somewhere in the 30s. Sleeper, according to the fantasy football at Broto app, has him somewhere in the 20s. It's just too high for my taste. And I get it because you look around, right? So let's see who the Eagles receiver room is. They just released Travis Fulgham. So they have Greg Ward, and then they have Jay Jaw, who is a giant joke. Um, that's our Sega white side. Then they have Quez Watkins. All right, whatever. And then they have Jalen Rager, who had the worst reception perception season ever last year, ever. And now they have Devontae Smith. So people are projecting Smith to get 150 targets. Sure. But also, you know what that list was that I just gave? It was a list of high-drafted fucking scrubs. That's what it was. The Eagles do not have a history of drafting good wide receivers recently. These names are a joke, and they're first and second-round picks from the last two years. It's wild. So if you're betting on Devontae Smith, you're betting on the player. You're not betting on Jalen Hurts. You're not betting on... The Eagles, you're making a bet that Devontae Smith is as talented as his draft capital says he is and that he's going to be able to make stuff happen no matter the circumstances. And at his ADP, I'm not willing to take that risk. If he's my wide receiver four, fine. But I'm simply not going to be able to draft him if he's my wide receiver four. It's going to be too late. Because I haven't even mentioned the fact that Zach Ertz is still in Philly. And Zach Ertz saw more preseason targets than Dallas Goddard, who's also in Philly. And it's entirely possible that these tight ends are the top two 
pass receivers. So it's a mess out there in Philly, and I get wanting Devontae Smith to be this rookie who jumps onto the scene because he's in. he has the opportunity to. He's just being too draft, drafted too high for my taste. Uh, yeah, I I agree with you there. What Are you taking a shot at Jalen Rager? Not even close. He's one of the worst receivers in the league. Really? All right. All right. That's a, that's he was literally words. one of the worst receivers in the league. I'll I'll plug um. I'll plug our articles right now. Matt Ward just released a deep dive sleeper for Dynasty article, and Quez Watkins was in it. And part of the reason that um, Quez Watkins was in it is because Jalen Ragor, where is it? Where is the shit? Where is the shit? I'm losing it. Well, it was reception perception. In one of the metrics, I think it was man coverage, was legit the worst player like ever, ever charted. Really? Wow. Yes. Oh, here it is. After posting the second lowest success rate ever charted against man history in the coverage of in the history of receptionperception.com. Wow. The guy can't make plays. Being that bad isn't just being a rookie, it's no, just being bad. That's being bad. That's definitely been and you bad. know what? He went to TCU and he he made a bunch of bum ass schools make him look great. So good job getting drafted where you were, but he's a to do. What about these? What about the running back situation? Because I feel like Miles Sanders was someone that we really liked last year because we thought he had a lot of three down potential. He showed a lot of three down potential in the year prior. What happened was they didn't they didn't treat him as a three down back last year. Uh, he didn't catch the ball. Um, so it was Boston Scott. And then what happens now is they draft Kenneth Gainwell, who Kenneth Gainwell profiles out as a straight up receiving back. So you have Miles Sanders there again. And, you know, now it's, I feel like his ADP matches where he's supposed to be right now. His ADP somewhere around like in the low, in the low teens, like 19 in the, or the early twenties, 19, 18, 19. I think that's where Miles Sanders belongs. If you are going, if you go wide receiver, wide receiver, or tight end, wide receiver in the first two rounds, and then in the third round you're going like David Montgomery or something like that, you can get Miles Sanders sometimes in the fourth round to be your RB2. In that situation, okay. But besides that, he's one of the guys that because of his lack of his lack of opportunities in the air, and his lack of prowess, because he, he didn't get the opportunities last year because he didn't do well with them. I think his lack of prowess, his lack of prowess as well, I'm just I'm staying away from Miles Sanders because I just don't find myself in drafts being in that position to take a running back in that round. How are you feeling about Miles Sanders, Jason? I concur. I don't have any Miles Sanders this season. I don't plan on having Miles Sanders this season. If I'm going to be wrong about it, so be it. Yeah, me too. I'll do it knowing that I was because... Miles Sanders has been very inconsistent in his young career. He's stuck in a timeshare. And now he's dealing with a team where, realistically speaking, the quarterback might be the leading rusher. If I had to bet today, if Jalen Hurts plays all 17 games, Jalen Hurts will be the leading rusher of the Philadelphia Eagles. So, and then you bring in Nick Sirianni from uh, Indianapolis, 
where Jordan Wilkins and Naheem Hines played over Jonathan Taylor for a long time last season. You could just name those people. Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell. Those are going to be the Wilkins and Hines if the same offense moves over. And if you look at what Sanders done is, has done in his career, he has 11 games with 15 or more touches. And 15 is not even that large of a number. So I, I still foresee a timeshare offense, one where the running back may lead the team in rushing yards. And I would be very much not surprised if Sanders ends the year with like 700 yards rushing, 300 receiving, and eight, uh, five touchdowns, which would be pretty. Uh... So you see the upside, right? Sanders is clearly talented when he's on the field. He's always had a positive rushing yards over expected his entire career, but I'm just not taking the shot. I, I think... don't know. I kind of like him at ADP. Miles Sanders. I think there's a. I think there's a slight chance. Even there's like a very slight chance, he is what everyone wanted him to be last season, which would make which would make him a league winning type player, and even if he isn't. Both of his first two years in the league, he was just super explosive. Like he had multiple eighty yard touchdowns last year. Like he's a big play waiting to happen. He just needs the volume, and it's a new offense now. It doesn't look like he will get the volume consistently, but if he does and if he plays into that role where he earns that bell cow type status, I think he could end up being a steal at ADP. It's risky, and it might end up giving you a headache, and you might end up hating the pick. I'll give you that. But I do think there's potential for that to happen, man. I, I agree. I mean, let's not let's not forget about Miles Sanders. I just, I just don't want the headache. That's why that's why I draft running backs early, as I say all the time. Like I just don't want that headache of having to guess right on the middle round quarter, uh, middle round running back that might do something or might get a heavier workload. Like just give me the workhorses and I'll I'll, I'll figure that out with wide receivers. Speaking of figuring it out, a lot of people had and just before actually before I move on, I just want to say one more thing too. A lot of people are like, Kenneth Gainwell is going to be a sleeper this year. Watch out because he's the receiving back in Philly. Like, yeah, okay, maybe. But you have to remember, why do, why did I hate J.K. Dobbins before he went down? It's because that offense, Lamar Jackson, is the check down. Um, why don't Arizona receiving backs get more love? It's because Kyler Murray is the check down. I think with these running backs, with these runners, with these – guys who are the most athletic people on the field, sometimes the check down game is just not there for some of these guys. So I wouldn't go and spend a draft pick on Kenneth Gainwell because I know some people who are. Um, Dallas Goddard was someone that a lot of people were, were looking forward to seeing by himself running the tight end room with no Zach Ertz. That hasn't happened. Zach Ertz actually looked pretty good in the preseason. Um, Goddard has fallen in ADP and he's fallen on my rankings steadily from the beginning, from the end of last season to now. Uh, how are you looking at these tight ends? How are you looking at these tight ends, Mike? I am not looking at these tight ends, Tim. To uh, to put it blunt- bluntly, uh, Jason touched on the wide receivers and how he has no interest in Eagles pass catchers. I too have no interest in Eagles pass catchers. Hertz is a run first guy with a low true throw value. 
I don't know if that's going to change this year. I'm not going to bet on it changing. And I do not trust his arm to support multiple consistent fantasy options. I don't even know if he could support one consistent fantasy option. Sure, there'll be big games here and there, likely from Goddard, Ertz, Jalen Rager, Devontae Smith. But I expect every single Eagles player to cause an absolute headache. And Zach Ertz is still there. And apparently he's being targeted like a madman throughout training camp. And it's he's looking like the old Zach Ertz. Like, that's not something you want to hear if you're rostering Dallas Goddard. And Dallas Goddard last season, even with the demise of Zach Ertz, was not anything to be, like, super excited about. I was very disappointed by Dallas Goddard's performance last season because I was a huge Dallas Goddard, he just needs the snaps and the targets type of guy. And it didn't really play out that way. I still think he's talented, but the offense is just not built for the tight ends to for Dallas Goddard to dominate consistently. They target the tight ends, but now there are two tight ends. This guy's a part-time tight end being drafted as a tight end one. The three games, it's a very small sample size of Jalen Hurts last season, but as a every down guy, tight end 19, 24, and 27, despite seeing 17 targets in those games. If you're a tight end seeing over five targets per game, you're more than likely a tight end one. And this guy ended at tight end 19 or worse in three of those games because Jalen Hurts just isn't that successful as a passer. On the sleeper app, he's a tight end eight right now, 82nd overall. Excuse me, the sleeper ADP on the Fantasy Football by Broto app. I have no interest at all in him in that cost. And Zach Ertz is the shell of a man who used to be good, who is never good at getting open, really, like or creating space or breaking tackles. He was just a reception machine. And now he's old, and he sucked last season. I don't see why that would change this season. I'm not targeting either of these guys. I'll tell you, our last run of teams was Patriots, Dolphins, Giants, Eagles. And if for some reason you're listening to us during those four, you might be like, damn, these guys don't like a lot of players in fantasy. Do they have any players on their team? Um, Go back and listen to the other ones. I promise there are players we like, and we're going to get a lot of players we like coming up when we have Washington and the Cowboys. Uh, I'll tell you that for damn sure. Um, Michael, who's your one injury away? I had myself on mute, guys. I knew it. I knew it. It's a classic. Classic. Uh, My one injury away for the Eagles, could I pull the old nobody trick again? My one injury away is going to be Miles Sanders, so that if Kenneth Gainwell or Boston Scott go down, he's just forced to get more work. Because I wouldn't be interested in anyone else in that team, really. I'll go with the Frenchman. Adele Godier. Yeah, I was going to say Dallas Godier. I think Dallas Goddard is... Is he actually... There's no way he's French. Why not? Go. No, but it's very easy to turn Goddard into Godier. Like Rudy Gobert. Anyway, uh, Jason, where could they find you? At Broto.FFJason. Michael. At BrotoFF Mike. You can find me at BrotoFF Tim. You can find Cass at BrotoFF Casanova. See what we did there. Um, you can find us at Broto Fantasy. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. And you can find us on TikTok. Uh, please follow us. Uh, we don't really care about those things, but, you know, other people do. So, got to look good in this world. So, give us a follow. So, our follower count goes up and all that stuff. Uh, but with that being said, we're going to see you next week. Only two left, man. Only two left. I can't believe it. Washington 
and we're saving the best for last with the Cowboys. There's a lot of players we like on that team. With that being said, we out. Later. Heat wave.